0: The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? Can you imagine I'm, like his hey, head? IBM inside his little no. head. Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But
1: what about the people that are putting their fingers over the license like Keichi Tsuchiya? Those cars have such a cute little face, you know, it's like a little like a little salamander or something, you know?
2: I'm riding dirty right now.
1: Fight those traffic tickets with off the record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets.
2: Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Wayne. And I am Art. I almost for a split second there was about to introduce you guys, which would have been really weird. You should have. Whoa. And joining us, we have Lane Skeleton, Lanathan. How are you? And how dare Arthur, you, Arthur? Arthur Cervantes. No,
1: that's too
0: good. my my totally daughter. My daughter Phoebe was telling my wife the other day. She said, "I'm just having a really hard time right now." And she's all, "I'm having a really hard time in life right now." Ooh. And Heidi's like, "Oh, why? What's happening?" She's like, "Well, in, when I was at TK, two kids made fun of my last name." <laughs> when I was in Meanwhile, t- she's I was in like, second
2: grade I was going to say, it was like two years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three years ago Well, it is a hard time I uh, <laughs> I never liked my name, obviously I have an old man name But uh, I always liked Eric When I was a little kid yeah. My favorite baseball player was Eric Davis yeah, Of cool. the Cincinnati Reds And Eric was the name I liked I don't know why, but What about you, Lane? Do you ever have a problem with your name? lane <laughs> Just are you with me? <laughs> did you freeze? Lane? I think Lane might have froze. I don't know. Can you? Yeah, I don't think you can hear us. I can
1: hey, hear He's out. Oh, there he is. Okay.
2: Lane, did you ever have a problem with your name when you were a kid?
0: Not really. I mean, I got Lane, Lame, Lane.
2: Skeleton okay, was right. a That's thing. A garbage... It's
0: like, is that skeleton?
2: And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> was like
0: that creative to be, you know, it's like Lame's not that hardcore of an insult either. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's kind of
2: like... That's kind of garbage fill, kid, light.
0: Yeah. 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 So, I got yeah, Art no. the
2: Fart. That was so offensive, man. You know? That was,
0: that was brutal.
2: Art the Fart. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, you know, names, man. Names. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh speaking of names, uh we're doing Radwood out in uh Florida, which hasn't been announced, I don't believe. By the time you hear this, you'll probably have seen it on the socials, but uh Radwood at the Amelia. Um, the Amelia Concordia Legance. We were looking at this because we were just setting up a page for it, but it's not, uh, they don't really tout the Concordia Elegance part of it. It's just the Amelia, yep. which uh, was interesting. So that's March 5th. If you're in Florida, uh, northern Florida, of course, and you've been wanting a, a Radwood show, this is it for now. We might be in the region again sometime soon, but uh, kind of like what we did at Greenwich and at Velocity, more of a curated space. Um, How many cars? You can submit 75-ish, maybe more. Okay. Um, submit your vehicle now at amelia at radwood.com. If you are in the region, tell tell a friend, tell a Tubby. car club, a pal. Mm-hmm. A bud. Um, a, a bud, for sure. Tell your buds. A comrade. comrade. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I guess mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a little chill sesh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, tell your drug dealer. We'd love to, we'd love to see you. Yeah, tell your drug dealer and then tell him to tell five other drug dealers. Yep. That's how I get my best news. Yeah. Uh, also on the calendar, we have Radwood at Coda in Austin, Texas, February 26th. And May 21st at Subaru Park in Chester, Pennsylvania, or Philly, as we're calling it. Come on down. Talking about Bradley. May right now. We're talking about May. Dude, just got to get calendars get busy, man. I'm already booking up summer stuff and yeah. it's crazy. I get, yeah, my wife's hitting me up about, oh, do you want to go on this trip with these people in July? I'm like, gee. Ask, ask me in June, yeah. right, Lane? Yeah, don't come at me with that bullshit. <laughs> get out of here. I just, I have a lot of penciling going on. Penciling. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Can you imagine Lane, yeah, we'll see. Lane's mind
2: calendar? That shit doesn't work, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. dude his mind calendar is a trap though he's got all those days you act
0: like my mind calendar sucks
2: dude it's pretty <laughs> legit it's pretty legit and it has like um historical data yeah. in there dude. oh yeah. you can remember like days of the week we've done stuff so on, much and- historical data in there how does it, like, how art, do you like you page
1: through not- it? More? Like, does it, like, in your mind, does it page up like a, like, oh, a it's a beautiful, calendar? it's
0: a beautiful thing to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it almost a beautiful <laughs> it mind? It flies like butterflies. It's like the pages fly around like butterflies and oh, stuff. Oh, shit. Nice. And then, and then flip yeah. over and they show me stuff and then they fly away.
1: I see it like, um, yeah, you got that, like, soft filter, right? Like,
2: with, like, the gl- soft glow, maybe even. hmm. Yeah,
3: that's mm-hmm. cool. It's like, I just the, picture uh, him,
2: like, sh- shredding pages off a calendar, like, just. <laughs> burning them
0: yeah it's like the the advertisement for the uh love song tape or whatever from like 1989 you know
2: it's like with all your favorite hits by michael bolton and and it's like Yanni. a couple walking and there's a there's a swan yep. like going by yeah yeah kind yeah. of like a Kater viagrad
0: G? is that Viagra? yeah mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's nice warren made it good and
0: he had a little joke what was it about dude Talking about like a bathtub or something,
2: it was like he referenced the the twin bathtubs. Uh, on the uh, someone was talking about having like two bathtubs in a room or something, is that what it was? Only, yeah, only in a Cialis, commercial yeah, Cialis, where that.
0: they're holding hands, watching the yeah. sunset.
2: Sounds pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like you could record a podcast like that, oh, yeah, yeah. Be awesome. Three boys 60. and
0: three boys and three bathtubs, that'd be sick, dude.
2: Triple tub? Well, we Triple did have uh,
0: three beds in one hotel room
2: once, so that was pretty close. <laughs> that we did. That's all time. Yeah. By the way, who knew that was even an option? We were like, I, I don't even know how we booked that room. Oh, I think it was listed as like By the way, they weren't single. They, beds. they were
0: like queen size beds.
2: Three queen beds. It took yeah.
1: up half of the room for sure. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like very awkwardly like askew, like just kind of thrown mm-hmm. in there. That was yeah. that was the gnarliest hotel I've ever stayed in by far. Like everything, you know, we had the office carpeting. <laughs> we had fluorescent <laughs>
2: mechanics lighting everywhere. Like how about the empty entertainment center with no entertainment in it? Yeah. And then a TV on the side. <laughs> no, it was a little
1: tiny flat screen on top of it.
2: Remember? That's right. So sick. <laughs> it wasn't in the hole for the TV. So is that less guess. white
0: trash than the like TV on top of a TV? Hmm. Like uh, the or the more why, why white trash because you only have one TV.
2: Yeah, yeah. TV on top of TV is killing oh, it. Yeah. That's picture in picture or picture on picture. picture sure. really <laughs> yeah. But uh this was uh, Garberville, California. Very for cute those listening. Cute guys. place. And it was at the time where they filmed uh the Alder Point Road documentary Murder Mountain. Murder Mountain uh yeah. we, we happened to be in Garberville at that exact moment, pre-running a rally. Which you turned out to scrap that entire thing because it was too sketchy.
1: But we drove um,
2: over
0: Murder Mountain on top of that too. <laughs> like, we didn't.
1: Well, no, no, we
2: we didn't, we didn't we drive up that the that Alder Point area. We did it. Yeah, yeah. We set. We went on the coast, the Lost Coast. But uh, if you go inland from Garberville, that's the Alder Point Road, which is. Uh, uh, notorious. Oh, drug now I remember. Yeah, 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 Area. I mean, we were anyways, we were in
0: a, a murderous area, but not <laughs> the mountain <laughs> necessarily.
2: We were in a murderous <laughs> offshoot.
0: A mur- is what
1: can we yeah. call it? That
2: there's actually yeah, yeah. there's a Dateline office there <laughs> that they just yeah. keep ready. Yeah, you never know. Um, so that was that was Garibaldi. You're saying that's the sketchiest hotel you've ever stayed in? Definitely. Yeah, I can't think wow. of anything worse. What? There was a pool and like. There's like a pool people. with thirty people in it with floaties. Well, because they live there, that's <laughs> not their fault. <laughs>
3: There's they had a to pool. feed the cats.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember we did lemons at Thunderhill, and we stayed at a motel. God, the Willows. Motels. I stayed there, but was, it, it wasn't. It was so flea baggy. It
0: didn't have as much like weird stuff going on as this one. It was just such straight up flea bag motel. This one had like, yeah. this one had the freaking empty TV thing with the TV on top, and it had three beds. And then outside, it was like <laughs> everyone was looking at you like you don't belong here, boy. You know, kind of like they all had this look. Like they told the boy, "You had a pretty face and stuff." <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah how right. about the how about the uh, the knickknacks on the windowsills on the room next to us with like a little oh, like yeah, definitely long term stay there.
3: Yeah,
2: and we did happen to go to what were we doing? I think we were going to go check out that deli, quote unquote oh, deli. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gosh. Uh, at the, at the, uh, at the Safeway or whatever, Ray's food place, yep. I think it was. And, uh, there was syringes on the ground. Okay. Oh, Let's yeah. check that super tweakers on the sidewalk. Check. And then we went over to the gas station where we were going to maybe host a rally lunch. And uh, we wanted to know how many people they could see in their <laughs> Mexican restaurant. Cause it was a little taqueria in the Chevron. So, uh, <laughs> Art had called ahead to see, you know, could you fit 60 people, you think? S- 65 maybe? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Literally, I think three stools. It was a counter. Three stools.
1: It was a counter inside of a <laughs> inside of a, a gas yep. station. Yep.
2: Yeah. Can you fit 60 people is a good place to start. Yep. All right. So well, my
0: Mike uh top worst hotels would be okay. That one's pretty bad that you're talking about out by Thunder Hill. But I don't remember anything, like, glaring about it. There was, like, a big – like, there wasn't a big blood stain on the ground or anything like that. It wasn't, like – there wasn't, like – it was just, like, an old hotel or motel. Um, Right. And it was all race car people there. It was very, like – I don't know. It felt kind of, like, normalized in that way that we didn't pull up and there wasn't 30 people, like –
2: yeah, that's hard to that's hard to rate the hotel because you're taking into account. But it's all about experience
0: and hotel, right? So I think yeah, you have to put yeah. those those two together, like surroundings
2: and stuff. And what was your word art? Was it sketchy? Sketchiest hotel? I or? think it was. Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, so like there, like
1: like. Is there? I mean, there could be a filthier one or something like that, or but but this in this case like. I was just super uncomfortable like remember i was mm-hmm. like looking for alternatives <laughs> yeah i wanted to go to
0: eureka for the night
1: yeah yeah we were both talking about finding something else and driving an hour just oh, to that's get right fuck out i was the one i was just
2: like just fucking deal with it we're yeah, here it was it's fine. not
1: good I, yeah it was it was just i could totally imagine bumps. like waking
0: up in the morning by someone like holding a gun to my head or something yeah it was a little sketch dude.
1: <laughs> our, our cars on, on, you on bricks you know or on, on blocks
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the grossest hotel I've ever been to was in Las Vegas, and I forget which hotel it was, but it was it was one of these ones like right before they tore it down, and they oh, wow. obviously did not give yeah a shit about it, and it was like like every cabinet had chipped corners, you know, stains right. on the oh, carpet. Yeah, yeah. There's no upgrade. Like, it was they just, like made. The
2: it was gnarly. they figured out the end date like two years previous, yep. and they're like, well, that we'll just let it run didn't out. Even yeah, clean so, it basically. Dude, the the gnarliest place we've ever stayed was also Vegas. Was that Airbnb? Oh. Um, yeah, that was that was like absolutely. the hotel I was in.
0: Basically, Yeah. that place was so gnarly, and I never I didn't stay there. Luckily, but that was, was the was grossest so by for sure. Like every surface so had gnarly. shit
1: caked on it, and everything was darker than it should have been. Like all, all you know, all, like where broken people sat, faucets faucets put their and, hands on.
2: Yeah, the the drawers like for the all the cabinets and drawers that were all loose and fucked up and it was so dirty it was just uh, I remember just like looking under the
0: table and it was like they just hadn't swept under that area in like six months you know
2: it was just crumbs (laughs) and yeah that was really bad really really bad but uh, you know we also got I think that was when we got pulled over in our cab on the way to dinner oh yeah 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 it was fun times right, let's get to questions here shall we huh you guys ready? By the way, that was not
0: ready. when that happened. That was a SEMA trip. But, anyways. Where were we coming It was from when we went then? and played Top Golf, right? Yeah. 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 We didn't do that during um, Radwood. Huh. See, Lane with that uh, good old, right. old mine calendar.
2: In the mine calendar, dude. <laughs> Minecraft over <Yeah>. here. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ben Roget says, "Which rad era collabo car do you wish happened? Examples: Eddie Bauer Explorer, Nautica Villager, LL Bean Edition Outback. Which rad era collab do you wish happened? Um, I wish they made a Swatch Mark II GTI. Ooh, that'd oh. be pretty rad. It would be like a Harlequin." I feel yeah, like it a is a harlequin but w- a little more tasteful, maybe a little more neon going on and then uh you get you have a rad clock and a limited edition watch. Mm-hmm. What do you That's say? That's pretty cool. I, I picture something has to be translucent. Do you have like a translucent dashboard or something and you can see all Ooh. the inner workings? Or oh, I like that. How about speedometers? Uh, about a uh, speedometers? The gauges are or you can see all the gears. Oh, behind it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, something. Yeah, cuz I guess it's wa- kind of watch related, right? With a dial and everything. I like that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: I think it would have to be a late model one because Neon didn't really come in until the late 80s, early 90s, really. Come, yeah. It didn't really hit hard till then, so it'd be like a big yeah, bumper car.
2: Fine. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. How about a Stussy Cabriolet? Dude, that would be so sick. <laughs> Stussy's made a comeback. You know, Esprit Cabriolet
1: would kind of be a better fit, I think.
2: Oh, like, that's actually That's good. a
0: very good idea.
2: Or Keds. Whoa, no. Keds?
1: <laughs> Is that no, those no. are like the K Swiss kind of shoes, right?
2: No, no, those are just the Toms. They rebranded Keds from into Toms, and now people wear these little folded. Keds paper were made shoes. for
0: kids, right?
2: I think girls had I'm them too. To remember
1: right? what they looked like? Though. I thought they looked. I think like, I had um, someone I was K-Swiss. like, in,
0: when I was four or something like that. You know? Really? Yeah.
2: I don't, dude. Let's get a picture. Well, right. they're just there's like normal looking little the- <laughs> shoes, right?
0: Yeah, what yeah, were the low top? What were the shoes with the zipper? Remember those? They had the little zipper Zips. compartment. Oh, Ruse Ruse, Ruse. R- 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 yeah, I like think. yeah, oh, I think. or or is it called yeah?
2: Little pouch. Oh, so they're still making kids. They're just little, little tiny shoes. <laughs> <They're> just little <laughs> they're like cloth little shoes,
0: right? Shoes. <laughs> Aren't they kind of like, van style in a way?
2: Well, but yeah, a little sloppier yeah, yeah. maybe. They're very- <laughs>
3: how has there never been a
2: vans collab yeah sim- simplistic yeah. shoe vans collab was a driving well awesome lemons team we made a vans uh sneaker 944
0: Dude, vans would be such a good collab for a shoe company though yeah well i'm trying
1: to think what, what I would mean, be a a like
2: waffle waffle tires yeah, exactly. suzuki sidekick
1: is that a suzuki sidekick vans collab
2: <laughs> like <laughs> oh like it that'd be pretty tight I think what there's about some a really opportunity cool, like,
1: for performance. What?
2: One. First, I think, okay. Performance? Yeah. Um. Well, he's yeah. I mean, all the ones he listed were clothing branded, like a Momo uh, Momo car or something like that. I mean,
0: like a Mo, a Momo collab for an actual car would be rad.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Ricaro. yeah what would they do though besides the seats which they already are i mean GTI, the full or... interior
0: and then you would have some like branding right yeah yeah I'd like i mean it's kind of like what but... all these cars are like all these collabs are
2: right what about a uh like a casio edition ls 400 what
0: the hell <laughs> <laughs> that that doesn't really
1: fit. It's th- the I know, two, too two Japanese
2: brands. Uh, well, it, I know, but you'd have all the buttons and stuff. Yeah, I guess it'd have to be like Seiko. Yeah, it'd be a Seiko, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that one's got a, all the. Uh, but it's was, like it's like one thousand SEL style, where it has like all the screens and all. Kinds exactly, of
2: shit. exactly. Or a uh, G-Shock G-Wagon. oh, G Shock G Wagon. Oh, it's pretty good. It looks like a G Shock too. Right. Yeah. Clunky, chunky. Spunky, I know, but what funky. would you
0: add to it besides a clock from the dash? Because a G Shock um, isn't they don't have like besides being like a chunky exterior, there's not much to draw from, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They'd have to get because it's get more, creative. it would be more like in the shape of the vehicle, which it already kind
2: of has that vibe, but right. We'll put this on. I'm going to put this on our Patreon and I want people to write in.
0: Yeah. Call in. I know there's some like skate companies we're missing and stuff, you know, that would be kind of oh. rad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or some bike companies, right? Like the the Tra- Jetta Track, um, the K2. Absolutely.
2: So like a Burton, Burton something would be cool. A GT Bikes Edition Fox. That would yeah, be good. They did the Kona, right? Yeah, the Kona. That was would the thing. be good. Yeah. 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 Uh, Fave Coast says thoughts on the new Bronco Raptor. Which, by the way, Johnny Lieberman had the perfect. I don't know if he made it made that up, but the Braptor. Raptor. Oh. Yeah. The interior Bra- is cool.
1: I like. I um. Everyone's freaking out about the flares. They do look weird because they're like molded onto the existing flares, which is kind of an ugly look. Uh, it does like uh, a
0: step or something.
1: Yeah, it's like they're a, you huge. Can see it, though, uh, and they stick out like they're like from that, which I think they should have scrapped the original design and started with a new a new flare. The car is something
0: like twelve inches wider or something crazy.
2: Yeah. Also, p- look at the ground clearance. If you look at that head-on image compared to the other one, it's so tall, and and actually it looks good. I was thinking, my th- initial thought was eighty percent of the people that ordered and waited for a Bronco are bummed <laughs> because this thing is way cooler. Um, I mean, minus the flares, which I'm sure there's just a a catalog away from re- or aftermarket option, and yeah, improving it, yeah. But it looks just better and beefier, and it it looks kind of like you would expect a Bronco. To be modified to look, um, so I think there's a bunch of people that are like, "Damn!" Although if you buy the first Bronco, you uh, you know there's more. You know there's gonna coming, be more. So.
0: They, they everyone knew that from the start, and this thing's gonna be yeah. so much more money, and the premium is gonna be you know even more. Twenty five probably.
2: Twenty five to fifty k, right off the bat, you know, or whatever. I know uh, a lot more, but they're so expensive as it is. And the ones that people are actually getting now and driving are the soft tops. Have you seen so one ugly. driving with the soft I just top? Saw open? one
0: two days ago, and
2: it looks like it's like, it's like broken or what? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like so this dumb.
2: crinkled, folded thing. Yeah. I thought the looks... guy was just driving it like that. Like I didn't. I did too, but I've seen a couple like that now. Yeah. I'm like, that is the ugliest thing. It and when the top is on, the windows are all wavy, and it looks. For a 2022 brand new soft top, that's as good as they could do. Yeah. It's, it's well, depressing. and the hard tops like don't fit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The, the hard tops aren't even available, yeah. so no one like has them. But uh yeah, it's a sad. I, <laughs> sad I really look.
0: don't like the four door. I don't like the way the four door looks at all. In any, I don't in any. So I don't like the Raptor or whatever because it's only yeah. four door.
2: So it looks better though with this wider stance, wider taller stance. It looks. It better definitely a evens
0: it out because it it minim and it's taller, so it minimizes how long it actually is. You know, it 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 kind of yeah changes that your you know your the perspective of you know or whatever the the length gets shorter because it gets taller and wider basically. But I still don't like the way I don't know. I just don't I don't really dig it. And
2: who cares how much power a vehicle like I don't know.
0: I guess it's like for pre running and stuff which is cool. It's all like but,
2: dude, all these trucks, all the Raptors and the the Ram TRX and the it's like yeah. you need 800 horsepower. But like the stock one's
0: pretty quick, right? The v, the oh, six yeah. cylinder one or whatever it is. Um I don't know. Doesn't doesn't do anything for me.
2: Okay. Well, I think it's an interesting um alternative to like the insanely expensive 4 by 4 squared. I don't know anything about their capabilities, but, um, there's the overall look and stuff has that vibe to it for sure. So Mm -hmm. you have any other last minute comments on the Braptor? Yeah. Is it confirmed
1: that it's four door only? Yep. Yeah. So,
2: so far. Yeah, Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. That's the one thing that I I can't hang with either. Uh, two door looks so good. Like relative to the four door doesn't work at all for me. So it's kind of a bummer.
2: Yep. Nick's. Focus says, most memorable car from any Morning Motors 2021. I'll start. I don't know. I forget what it's called, but it's that white uh, supercar GT kit car thing mm-hmm. that is really well done. It's got awesome uh, turbo fanish style wheels, um, mid-engine supercharged LS. Um, I sure. can't remember. Hmm. Like an LS9 uh, or something? yeah it? very very tasteful all white um super impressive to see that thing with with california plates and driven to our show so that's that's one that stands out to me i'll have to look it it's up a, it's a it's it was, a
1: me- so. it's a mesa but i can't remember the model it's like M-E-S-S-S-A, m-e-s-a alpha one or, or m-e-s-a oh
2: something like that yeah mesa one it's like maybe alpha one or something so i'll look it up while you yeah. guys are I mean, deciding your favorite there's
1: favorites. memorable and then there's like lust worthy right and like memorable sure. for me is that fiesta with the mid-engine setup too it's it's that's like full purpose-built autocross car and it's like this tiny little toy car with gigantic wheels and everything is you know huge motor and
2: so like it,
3: 1980 fiesta
1: 1980 fiesta yeah so uh, ford fiesta uh hatchback just absolutely insane uh that car is so crazy
0: that's a good it one it is crazy that thing's insane yeah uh yeah. I think those are okay, two it's Mesa, really good picks.
2: Mesa one super light SLC. Look it up. Mesa one. And uh the wheels on these pictures are terrible. So imagine one with good wheels. Uh-huh.
3: Um
2: It has that one else? has like turbo fans, right?
0: The one that comes with... the Well they're
2: yeah, they're they're an interesting wheel. They're not quite fans because they don't have like an outside lip. It's like a very dish wheel with just tiny openings on the rim. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, similar.
0: Yeah, things are. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. All right, those are like cool. the two <laughs> wildest cars. Essentially, I mean, I could say there's, you know, certain cars that kind of like that stood out, like the Ferrari two seventy five, um, the Singer.
2: Uh, oh, actually, the black. uh, roof turbo that 993 the 993, yeah. 993 turbo that Greg brought was very cool to see in person. Is uh-huh. that a
1: roof BTR2? What the that thing I called?
2: believe so. Yeah. Um and then there's been so many good such amazing cars that have come. I know so I'm missing
0: like. something that's like super wild. Uh I mean Jay's Jay Lambs Kellison pretty insane. Yep. Uh Jay Lambs um
2: d-type jaguar oh there's also that dark blue 412 ferrari manual transmission basically perfect that's a really cool car uh, it's amazing and the guy was very cool owner um i think he drove it down from the city uh flawless 412 manual is it was really cool i'm just thinking ones that i took pictures of I'm actually
1: going through pics right now. and like trying to like the most memorable E30 is definitely that S54 swapped m tech two one the red one. Well,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that one stands out. Um, yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of cool cars, but yeah, I'm going through pictures now to see if anything if I find anything that I know. This, I feel but, like
0: I need to go back and look, but I don't, yeah,
1: those like. are those are definitely the highlights, you know, out um, of everything else. Because yeah, there's like cool ITRs and Z cars and all the 911s in the world but those are definitely standouts
2: uh oh fuchs 911 says which car brand has lost its way most from its original intended consumer and demographic have we answered this one recently or did he ask this one i don't know i don't think so
3: Hmm.
0: i think we might have answered this in the past or maybe but a version of it yeah, or maybe what what's lost its way recently, or something like that. We also BMW, I think, but um, yeah, I want to say. I was thinking about this. I saw this question. Uh, maybe Volkswagen. From like, if you look mm. back at what they started at, it was the people's car. It was supposed to be a car for everyone, and it was basically a Mitsubishi Mirage. To what the Mitsubishi Mirage is today, or or what it wants to be that. It isn't, you know. It's just like car that does everything you want to do in a car, and it's the cheapest car in the market. And Hmm. it, but it's also it. It does everything well, and it's the simplest car, and all you know it. it, And I don't think um, Volkswagen, at least in the United States, the cheapest car is the Jetta, I guess, Um, because they don't offer a a playing
2: golf anymore. I was going to say the base golf was probably it. Um yeah, base Jetta. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's tough because a bigger yeah, car and um I know. They've gone up market a tiny bit, but they still offer so many varieties of car. Um, I know, but I'm
0: just looking at like the original like 1936 what they yeah, offered. Oh, i right. that's the thing. It's like what's which has like changed the like so if you look at what they offered 1936, they had one car, you know, they had a VW bug. Yeah. It was this plain Jane, simple thing, no no amenities, th- not trying to do anything. And then to now, I mean, I yeah, don't know yeah. if that's the most. Maybe Mini Cooper is worse than that, probably.
2: But Oh, that's a really good answer.
1: I think Mini Cooper is definitely my – that was going to be my answer. Because, like, Volkswagen still has – I mean, there, there are relatively affordable options, right? And it, they do yeah. also – give a they come with a lot for what you pay relative to the competition like yeah. the build quality and all that but yeah I yeah, think and i a think mini- a base
0: jet is still 20 grand right so you're still a pretty affordable car where a base mini cooper i don't know what that is 30 grand
1: yeah and just also <laughs> conceptually too right like this fun performance oriented thing like now it's just this bloated ugly like unreliable like and and they were so focused on the enthusiast community for so long, right? And like that's what really propelled them in this market, especially. Like they really like worked on that from the start and the at the introduction for a few years. And I think it, you know, it it worked really well. I don't know what happened. Um, you know, maybe it was one of those bean counter things, right? Where they're like, yeah, it works, but we can, you know, we can trim here, we can trim there. Maybe we don't need to go as hard, right, <laughs> with the branding and with the
2: community. Yeah, I think it's totally. I think it's
0: kind of like. It's kind of what happens with a lot of things where a lot of people are like, I would buy it. You know, they put out a sur- survey and they go, I would buy it if it was a little bigger. You know, mm-hmm. I would buy it if it was a little more comfortable. Yeah. And then well, you're you reaching the at- you're reaching these masses. You're like yep. you're trying to, you know, sell more. So those Absolutely. are the reasons that these like more aren't buying it. But then you lose yeah. your you lose your enthusiast core, um because Whoa. you're you
2: bloat you, it gets bloated and you know. Well, you look at where they're selling cars too, and it's China, you know, primarily now. I'm sure they sell half their cars in China, so they need a four door. They need all this, you know, less sporty stuff, which is just the state of the world. What about Nissan? I know, I mean, I know they started as Datsun and being a kind of an economical car, but they made such great cars and uh the maximo is cool and but for the original yeah what was the original car though like it was probably just a little you know uh knockoff uh four-door yeah, with with no like sporting little, intentions assignment. probably
1: no not at all yeah, yeah, the, yeah. What, was it the uh, was it the prince maybe like it was like a really basic little mm. sedan you know uh, you might be and right. then eventually it kind of became the gtr through a bunch of evolutions and um uh, yeah, same thing with the Toyota, right? The little Toyotas that um, were basically uh, reverse-engineered Chevrolets, and they made compact, smaller versions of them. And oh, um, Warren,
0: can you read? What's the question again, exactly? Uh,
2: which car brand has lost its way most from its original intended? I, I have the best one. Demo. I have the best
0: answer. Okay, it's a. Uh, I have two answers: Hyundai and Kia.
2: Yeah, so they were just basically they were the shit. The they most were the economical yeah,
0: shitty car, like knockoffs of like a ten-year-old Honda. They, basically, they would never have
2: dreamed of leather. Yeah.
1: But wait yeah. a minute! But it's original intended audience. So I don't know. Was the goal to stay that, or was their their long game to become a major player in the space? Right. I but, mean,
2: we don't know what their goal is. We just know what they brought out. Right. What they were appealing to was the cheapest vehicle, yeah. and and good mileage to get into uh, this market. Economy. Yeah, because
1: yeah. in in korea they had luxury sedans and they had cars that weren't offered here but in order to establish themselves as a brand they felt that that was their that was their go-to-market strategy i don't know did they have luxury cars in in 1985 in the 80s they had sedans yeah they had luxury sedans yeah they they, yeah hyundai is like they've been around for a long time so like it's just what they came to market here with was like I think their that was their approach, right? Like start like Toyota was back in the day, like you know all of these, like even Honda, right? Like um, except they didn't sell the S six hundred here. They they intended on it originally, but they didn't. They started with like a little tiny, you know, N six hundred, I think it was, right, which was a super cheap basic little car, um, and eventually became what it is today. Actually, you know, I'd say that honda specifically is probably the best example of that right where they did like the hyundai model uh where they they started with like the most basic um cvccs
0: and, and stuff like
2: that yeah and affordable mm-hmm. yeah fuel economy
1: but definitely the most evolved though lane i mean shit like like from that to where they are now right like dude to, they to the also they
0: the money that they put into design was like literally copying a mazda from 10 years before it looked like an old car when it got yeah. like really outdated yeah, um, and, uh, and to, the to panel, where they are now, okay. where they're like actually, yeah, I would say, you know, whether you like it or not, like they're trying to like be design forward, and they're, you know, yeah. they're doing they're doing a lot of, uh, yeah, they're 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 making cars that they want to make, and and uh, they're making good products. It's not all about the ten year warranty now.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think the fact this is going to sound. Uh, kind of arrogant or pompous in a way, but the fact that we're even considering we we'd be open to owning a Kia or Hyundai, I think, is a big deal, right? Like as enthusiasts, as discerning, like automotive people, like, you know, in this industry, like that that fact alone and, and that applies to a lot of our friends, right, that are automotive journalists and, and opinion leaders in the space. Like they actually like are down with Kia and Hyundai now because they're putting out a really good product and they they put a lot of thought into everything and there it's it's cool to see that um you know i i know we just were boast or boasting we're waxing poetic about the um the ionic like the ionic five i think it's called right like i just saw Mm -hmm. pictures of it recently again i'm like damn i actually really want one you know like they're they're so fucking cool um and they make a rear wheel drive version there's like you know you can do the all-wheel drive like super loaded one but then you add weight and it, it you know all this other shit but um I don't know that that's yeah. And all the Genesis products are awesome. Like, you know, we've driven them and they to sit in them. Like all the interior materials
0: are great. The fit and finish is awesome. The place where this doesn't fit with the question is it says lost their way, but you could say their way was like, they lost their way of being an economy, all about economy. Yeah. Dropped it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Otherwise I think that we've had this question now that I remember and it was like, which one has sort of like maintained, right. And actually stayed on, on, on track and i think mercedes might have been our answer right like they've done a great job of having like the sporty like muscle cars and like the luxury you know sedans and everything and like still consistent um there are some they've introduced some cheaper shit that is chintzy but um but they like overall i think they've done a good job obviously porsche has done a good job too but has evolved from the original pure sports car format whereas mercedes has had a bigger lineup always right
2: the other one that comes to mind that's definitely lost its way in a in a sad sad way as cadillac i mean oh interesting yeah they they made premium products up until you know the death of the fleetwood i guess or you know before that even they were lost their way probably in the 60s really yeah i, mean, I don't think you could, yeah 70s is definitely yeah. bad right yeah not not great not great so which is tough because there weren't i um, like a bunch of amazing cars in the seventies, but there were enough that were quite good, but I would say
0: almost every car company lost their way in the seventies, but a lot of them made comebacks you know and Cadillac yeah kinda yeah. just they just i mean there's been some everything. models
2: where that are rad, you know, I know, but if you take like a you know a sixty Eldorado or something and try to compare what that where that was in the marketplace and where people aspired to own that car, yeah. and you look at what they offer now, it's like I mean, there's performance cars that are cool, and that's a whole different thing. But not their original intended, you know, yeah. mission.
1: By the way, um, uh, our friend Marcelo is in line for um a CT5 Blackwing, and like he's just talking oh, awesome. about all the loopholes and like shit that he's dealing with, and like oh, like you can still keep your Place in line and you're next in line but now you can't do carbon and like all this bullshit but the the reason he's dealing with it is because apparently he might be able to get one at msrp which is extremely difficult right now like if you look at the stuff that's on the market i'm seeing these cars list or out there uh in multiple places for like 135 140 grand with an original intended msrp of like 90 or something right like the markups are you know they're crazy uh but like it's just it's unfortunate because you know this is one of those cars where i'm like fuck dude like in the next you know year or so like (laughs) i maybe would consider it as a daily like if we could if you could get one of those msrp at msrp and it's a car that's not going to depreciate you know like it's if it's good right if you actually do see it in person and you like it and
2: yeah not for a long time so is it a manual he's getting yeah nice yeah what color i don't know yeah i haven't asked yeah interesting um Gustafa says, what are your top five underrated and top five overrated cars? Let's just do one, uh, number one. Well, uh,
3: we've already said.
2: Underrated and one overrated. Overrated
1: uh, stock, non-evolution E30 M3. That's... And most underrated no, stock. That's the most overrated. M3. Sorry, no,
2: most overrated. <laughs> yeah, 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 No, no, I, I'm saying, and the most underrated is also the E30 M3. <laughs> In some in some ways, not performance wise, but I think it's such a rad package that um, it can be overlooked by the uninitiated.
1: Wait, what? The E30 M3?
2: Yeah,
1: underrated. Overlooked?
2: Who's is overlooked by?
0: Who
1: is it? Yeah, that's like overlooked. the most God's chariot. Everybody in the world wants <laughs> no.
0: one. Just by the, power, no people one. they're like, oh, it uh, only got no.
2: 189 horsepower. or something? Yeah, yeah. Take it, take it to a good guy's art and see what happens.
1: Yeah. Well, no, but that's like taking. Every, uh, that's that's the wrong market. That's what right? I'm saying. Like,
2: that's what i'm saying
1: no that that doesn't underrated. that doesn't add up like if you're the talking people about would be like
2: this this can't be fun to drive and you're like no it's it's kind of fun
0: and then they, they, they get underrated. in and they're like this thing's slow and it doesn't like have any power and uh. you'd be like yeah
2: it's kind of overrated actually <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it was my answer for both uh, it's a, it's both underrated and overrated uh, i, I disagree know, you on think that it's the underrated, most underrated though that's like
1: definitely not yeah like
2: to the uninitiated yes
1: Oh, the question is for the uninitiated? No. Oh, no. well, I mean, that's like another thing, right? Because you're talking about a specific yeah. group of people that are looking at... He's talking on about one on demographic
3: of,
0: of person.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Most underrated. A seven A 17-year-old car enthusiast who only knows V8 turbocharged everythings, they're looking at that E30 like, what?
1: Um, I don't think so. I, I, I think that it's, it's so like, look, it's the most sold blip shift shirt. You know, it's like, that's like, that says a lot, right? Like the, everybody aspires to own one. That's why the valleys are so crazy. Like, I think it's, there are little facets or little, you know, like certain places where it could be underrated, just like a 300 ZX twin turbo, you take it to good guys and maybe a food boomers will be like, okay, that's cool. But otherwise it's, that's like out of place. Right um most overrated I'm um, um hmm oh sorry most underrated we're, g- we're trying to get to
0: <laughs> i don't have an answer yet, well both one of each is what is what the question was yeah yeah or what we agreed on i guess
2: what warren made us do <laughs> oh yeah you can't come up with one so why would i you know do five i no.
0: know <laughs> <laughs> um, what what that's
2: yeah, tough because i you throw out like gti but that's not underrated it, everyone knows that gti is kind of um, just rated it's you know how rated. like brits
0: say like he i rate i rate him about an f1 driver or something i rate oh, him yeah. that just basically means i think they're they're really good um yeah. but
1: without an actual qualifier like i rate him got high or low it's just they just say him. i rate him
0: just Rate. oh i haven't heard that i'm, I'm thinking, irate which is kind of like irate saying yeah i think they're pretty i like I think they He's have skills rating. or whatever, yeah.
2: I mean that's kind of like having being a uh, having your pro golf ranking and your your ranked, yeah. right? It doesn't necessarily mean that you're number 1, but mm-hmm. at least you're you're something. You're on
0: the you're like you're um you're not rotten you're on, the board. on the rotten
2: tomatoes thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're red. You're not you're not rotten. Uh oak, oak I'm rotten. trying to
0: think of like what do we grow uh Oh, you know, I would say like I would say, um, sixties and seventies muscle cars are so overrated. Like in general, because I've everyone I've driven, you're like, this was this was fast, huh? Okay, cool. Like you know, well, and everything Uh, is
1: like they handle horribly, and and like
0: the steering's horrible, and the brakes are horrible, and yeah, and then you drive one, you are like, oh, this one has the big a big brake kit that I did, and has discs, and you're like, oh, really? That's okay. Huh. Hmm. Cool. But that's not a car in general. That's just like a, jo- a genre of car, I guess you'd say.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, right? How like there's so much. There's passion and em- emotion attached to it th- for other reasons, right? Like, and even if like even Musto, like probably the biggest hot ride, hot rod fanatic in the world, you know, he's got a big muscle channel. Like that's his brand. Yeah. He straight up says these cars are terrible. Like, you know, they're yeah. horrible cars. But he absolutely yeah. loves them. You know, like. uh, mm-hmm. And he's like all, all in on that, dude, I'm, I'm struggling with the underrated though. Like, um, like, is there something out there that, um, and I would have to, you know, like it's, it's one thing to say like a car that we hear about or know about, but it's, I want a car that I have firsthand yeah, first experience driven. with, right? I know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't really speak to the brand new, new ones, but the new G wagon has to be one of the most overrated cars. I mean, on what it is on paper and how much they cost. I mean, I sent you the guys that won a new G-Wagon, not a 4x4 four four squared or anything crazy. They're asking $290,000. But
0: here's the thing. Is that overrated or just like they charge a lot for the car? Like, I don't hear everyone well, like, oh, my God, the, the new G-Wagon is the best but, thing but ever. My point
2: is people people are buying them. I know, but a, people are buying the most ever. But I'm saying the most ever G wagons are yeah. sold now, and people drive them around as their daily drivers in yeah. Beverly Hills. And it's a it started life, and it is basically a military yeah. grade four by four. But, but is that symbol, overrated,
0: right? or is I feel like it's more just like that's a status symbol, and people buy it. But are they a, really? But that's
2: overrated, but right? Not like, really,
0: because they're not rate. They're not saying this is the best car ever. They're not saying. It. They just like the way it looks. It's pretentious. It gives. I know, them, but. Like,
2: the point is they're putting their money where their mouth is to the point where they're spending three hundred thousand dollars on a new G wagon in record numbers, yeah. and it's not the best tool for the job. Like, yeah, clearly, but they're also not uh,
0: saying it's the best tool for the job. I don't think
2: you don't hear like, oh,
0: it's so good, man. It's like they're like you. Sh- you.
2: I mean, my point is they're selling them. Uh, that's. Overrated I know, but that's because just because they're, they're, they're building a lot
0: more too, right? They would have sold the old ones more
2: too if they could build them that fast. Um, but they're only yeah. I mean, my point is they're only building as many as they are building as many as they are because they're selling all of them, and it doesn't do the job as well as many other cars for half yeah. or a third of the price. Although
0: the G so. Wagon's always been that, so if you, the last generation was the same way, you know
1: probably
3: Overrated. worse yeah yeah i think the i mean I they were awful cars to from, drive like, like the, uh, they've yeah.
1: improved it in ways right where it's like it's supposed to be more like a car like now right and it has yeah. it's 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 more practical and it has more rear seat space and shit like that but yeah historically like if you sit in the back of it you know the original g-wagon design like the floor oh, super high and like you're tight back there like you know they have and they're really yeah, It's not a comfortable inside. front compartment either.
0: It's
2: not like a it's not a yeah,
0: luxurious but... experience to be in one of those vehicles. Although I right. I kind of dig them. I mean, like, I, I would em. love a normal I, G500 I, or something. I
2: I love them. If they were 50 grand, I'd yeah. buy one. But uh they're I just have yeah, a, I guess 200. my only trouble is
0: like I don't know if they're like really I know people buy them and they're selling, well, I just don't think people aren't like Sh-. i would say okay miata is the most fucking overrated car of all time probably in reality uh, like people are like the only answer is miata like the stuff the statements where it's like all you need what would you do if you had if you could have 10 cars in your garage? i see people would say buy 10 miatas it's like that is like <laughs> it's almost like gone the opposite because there was people that didn't understand them. the uninitiated didn't looked at them like they were a, ch- a girl car or whatever. And then there was this backlash is that they're the best car ever. Um, And I think they're good and they're rad and they have a good recipe. But I don't... Along the lines of the M3, I think they're overrated.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay, I've been... The whole time while you guys have been going back and forth on the Geowagon, I've been thinking about underrated. And um, I'm going to go out and say that I don't know if it's the most underrated, but it's what I can come up with. One of the most underrated cars are 944s. I think they're still... I mean, you know, like, look at the competition, look at what was out there in period, and look at how much those cars cost, and look at, like, how much fandom and everything there is. And, like, 944s have been in a weird place for a long time. And, you know, there's the timing belt bullshit, and the clutch is expensive, yes. But, like, from, like, an experience from, you know, everything from, especially as a driver's car, from balance, from looks, like... It's so fucking cool, right? Like, it checks all the boxes. It's got fender flares. It's got a great seating position. It's super sporty, good shifter. Like, you know, the motor's, yeah, maybe a little under, you know, it's, it's underpowered boring, for yeah. sure, but it's not, maybe that's the part that's a little boring, right? Yeah, like, it's it's just a torquey little motor. It's not terrible. It's just, you know, it's not exciting. Yeah. We can call it that. Um, but it's super well-balanced. It has great steering, like, and there's good aftermarket if you want to beef up everything, you know, like, and make it even improve on it, um, and... You know, and I think it looks really cool, too. It's got great looks. It's got presence, you know, um, and they're still super cheap. You know, you can buy 944s under ten grand all day still, um, like, okay drivers, right? Like I mean, obviously, a clean car is going to cost you more. But still, like, especially if you compare it against, like, an E30 or, you know, any sporty sedan or, or coupe of the era, like, I think 944s are still super underrated.
2: I like that answer. I think they're underrated too,
0: um, but I wouldn't pick it just because I'm such a 944 like a, um, a evangelist well, yeah, or something.
1: Yeah. I'm like an evangelist. It's hard for, for you, you to say it, right? Yeah,
0: but yeah. Um, I would say that it has a lot of the same attributes of a Miata, but in like a more substantial package and a cooler looking package. So that makes it. You know, right? Where the Miata gets like crazy fandom, and then the 944 is like, hey, by the way, and I am a Porsche. Like, Ooh. you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it has like that going for it, too. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a pretty good choice. I know we're missing some stuff, dude.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people would say 911, but I don't think that's... Overrated? Just because the, yeah, because the prices have gone up, but yeah. that's not the fault of the car, and they're so capable, and I'm not a big 911 fan, as people probably know, but I can't argue with the fact that they come on our rallies and offer so much, you know, driver involvement and uh, great steering. And uh, there's so many benefits of it that it's not overrated. It's just it's such just, a good car. Like, I think it's... The values have gone insane, Yeah, the, so the value,
0: I, they might not be worth what... like, But they are worth it because you could sell them for that price later on. So it's like a hard... Right. Well, the value
2: separate. You got to separate the value. They have such
0: good uh, resale, too. So you're it's not so, losing... It, yeah.
1: It's a, it's probably the hardest one to argue with because they're so unique, right? Like, that that's an experience you can't get anywhere else. Like, so, you know, you can sort of kind of explain similar driving experiences, but 911s are super unique. They're, that's they drive a certain yeah. way and and they're and you know if you want to buy and own that experience you know like and if there's enough people that are interested like everything else it's hard know, it's I absurd I, I mean sometimes like, i look at the numbers it's like fuck yeah. really and it's mostly yeah. Us yeah. Being like pissed a long off hood, because like a long hood <laughs> yeah you know, a c4s like, 993
0: going for 200 grand eh. jesus christ that's absurd long
2: hood 911 though is like a, kind of a sketchy car to drive fast and all that stuff like but you look at the contemporaries and they're old cars like it's all you're dealing with an old car so uh, on that uh scale it's not Uh, sketchy another another like kind
0: of like i guess it's a i don't know if it's a genre or what you would call it but i would say the most overrated by car magazines and journalists and things are is every new car that is coined as the competition for the 911 As the car that's going to take the 911's throne as the the best in that class, which is the 911, right? So whether it's the Jaguar F-Type when it was like, oh, this is going to beat the 911 Destroyer. All the magazines say this about all these cars that come out. The R8, you know, this is the 911 Destroyer. And then every car goes, like, it has its little heyday. And people are like, oh, it's so, you know. And then it kind of fizzles out and you forget and they're you know the aston martin uh vantage when it came out it was like oh is it better than the 911 you know uh yep. i would say all those cars that never really never really are on the low level of the 911 what about um uh vw Scirocco underrated, underrated. or overrated I
1: think they're overrated no i think they're super oh underrated. no i was just asking which one yeah I think they're because they're they're super cool like i mean jujaro design like they're they're awesome little different gtis right it's like a gti but it's got a, a sportier kind of uh profile and and they're they're really cool cars i mean if it was an italian it's like a delta integrale right it's like you know those are obviously way more valuable and like they they don't have the same heritage so there's that but like i think from a driving experience from an aesthetic standpoint um, everything that comes along with a fun enthusiast car, I think they're still you know they're super cheap relatively, right?
0: Like, I think the thing that it has going against it is that the GTI exists, um, and it's front wheel drive. That is so yeah, well. Yeah, it's basically front wheel front wheel drive and right? a hatch go together better than a front wheel drive like sports co- sports car mm. package sports co- you know like a low slung coupe, and I think mm. that's the biggest issue there, like with and why because people there maybe do because there's an alternative a good alternative because the competition to a Sharaco would be more like a 944 or a 300 ZX or an RX you know it's more like it's the low slung like sports sports car as opposed to like a hatchback oh i picture it as a rebodied GTI like it's just like a,
1: it's it almost is, like yeah. it, it's like um like the, you know the Alfa Romeo SZ is basically a uh, what is it it's like a gtv6 underneath or something like you know um Mm -hmm. like that's so i feel like it's just
0: a super rad version of another car no and that's that's, what it is but it's less practical so it takes away all the practicality in a sexier body but then you're with that with those looks you're competing against like more like traditional real sports cars and i think that's mm. where it falls
1: flat i feel like maybe that that's more of a of a Corrado problem I don't know I feel like the Corrado maybe fits but don't
0: you think the Corrado is just the the next Scirocco
1: I don't know for some reason the Scirocco because they're both built off a golf and it's supposed to be yeah that's definitely the evolution yeah um yeah those are the only two underrated cars I've got sorry (laughs) I can't think of anything else
2: that's good that's good um Eurasian Nostalgics says the year is 1978. You're looking for a new car. You have three options in your price range: Mustang two, Chevy Monza, or Dodge Challenger. What uh, What are you choosing, and why? Uh, so, Dodge Challengers captive import. What does a Dodge Challenger a, even
0: look like? Is it,
2: it's like it's the, the one Sephora. that uh, Brad DeSantis has, yeah. right? It's oh, like a
0: yeah, those are cool.
2: I like the looks a lot. I don't know much about anything else. Mustang 2 is the worst hateful garbage I've ever seen. I don't think I can do that. Um, and then I'm, I'm just blanking on the Monza. 1978 Chevy Monza. Well, they made That's the decon the Monza
0: one. out of the Monza, right? Which That's is right. Super yeah. rad.
1: Like one of the Which coolest race cars
2: ever. God, the real one is the, it's the stock. It's so one is gross. Horrible.
1: Yeah, the horrible. There. The Holy the stock God. one is gnarly, yeah, and I and I imagine that everything that comes along with it too, like in terms, not forget the build quality, but yeah. in terms of performance and everything, like the the Decon Monzas were basically a marketing exercise,
0: right? <laughs>
2: yeah, Although yeah. yeah.
0: they have I, the Monzas, it has some cool graphics. Some of them, dude,
2: kind of cool. Assuming Assuming this is like a stock car right off the showroom floor, I I have to go challenger, but uh, both the Monza and the Mustang too, you can make cooler. For sure, but the ones that you just bought were horrible.
0: I'm going Monza just because I'm looking at them and there's some like cool front s- lips, spoilers and rear spoilers, and they look kind of they're so ugly but kind of cool. And that's <laughs> like why the decon is so cool because it's kind of ugly, but it's like a like 70s cartoon ca- car
1: or something or like cartoon yeah. character, like a villain car. I don't know, that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I um, can only imagine how bad this car is though. Dude, there, yeah. Um, I'm. I think I'm with I'm with Warren on this one. Uh, Mitsubishi was doing better, uh, at the time than,
0: than, the, than the American alternative. But it's it's just a Dodge, right? Or what is a Mitsubishi? It's a Mitsubishi
2: Sapporo underneath. Yeah. Oh. And it looks good. It's a good looking car.
0: Oh, okay. I that's because like, that's a Dodge yeah. Challenger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's probably a better bet. Huh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's front wheel drive, though, right?
0: Uh, no
1: rear wheel drive. Here, let uh, me no. show you. Rear wheel drive. In Japan, oh, okay. there were some really cool ones too. Like they had different front ends and stuff. So I imagine you can probably do some cool shit with them. Um,
2: yeah, I am down. Um, all right, last question here. Uh, Bobby Reed, what's up, Bobby? He says, "What front wheel drive turbo rad era car would you choose to take on a DWA rally?" Front wheel drive turbo, turbo, turbo front wheel drive. Turbo front wheel drive Radwood era. Sub so he owns a Dodge Turbo. Sh- What's that? Sob
0: nine hundred Turbo SPG. Oh, good answer. That works. Yeah, SPG. Yep. Um,
2: good answer. Hmm. I don't. I can't even think of like a stock turbo front wheel yeah. drive car. Yeah, there's right like now. those Mitsubishi I
1: mean, Mirage Colts, like those. Um, like
2: supercharged, but that would be cool.
0: Yeah, like a G ladder car. Uh, yeah, there's all the little man. like, yeah, like Dodge Colt, like Rick's old Colt
2: Chevy Sprint Turbo or Chevy Sprint,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. The, but there's also the Mirage, right? The one that it was like the early 90s one that had the 4G63 in it. Um, oh, uh-huh. yeah, I think that was also sold as a Colt. Um, that's a pretty cool one. And Japanese
0: didn't really get into the turbos, huh? Like
1: Honda, Honda yeah, yeah, never, Honda, t- they did, Toyota? Yeah, it was a Mitsubishi thing mostly. Um, but in Japan, that there were mean, the fr- there- oh, dude, I got it. I want a uh, uh I want a Honda City Hattopoto. Turbo Two, the Bulldog one. Yeah. it's like it's a it's yeah. it's got the big flares. That's the one I want. Yep, it's the one that comes yeah, with the yeah, mono lancet. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it.
2: that's rad. Yep,
1: and I think a lot of it Go is on. like we didn't get it here because of emissions, but um, there's quite a bit of that going on out there.
2: Well, I wonder how much better or worse that driving experiences than the a, a colt that uh Bobby has.
0: Oh, you guys are blowing it, dude. Volvo T5R. Oh. That is You got to have a manual though, manual though, which we, are, we didn't right. get, I mean, so, 95, that's not one. the
2: end. Yeah, yeah. Got to impart 1. Right there at the end. <laughs> last 95. Bottom of, Volvo T5R, yellow, like Tom Parks. Yeah. It's a good one. You could not get a manual in a T5R, correct? You can get a manual on a Volvo. Not here, but
1: in, yeah. in, in Europe, you could get a T5R manual. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, yeah. That's a good one. Okay, that's what I would pick.
1: Dude, yeah, there's a bunch of cool you shit in sob. Europe
2: that we we don't even know exists, right? <laughs> there's like all kinds of crazy yeah.
1: shit. Like for example, that Renault 21 Turbo, that's a front wheel drive uh, Cosworth oh, yeah. Sierra competitor, right? Like, um, like that was built in period in France and, um. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff out there that we don't even know about.
0: Uh, Plymouth Voyager Turbo. There you go.
1: Plymouth Voyager Turbo manual. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I've al- I've always this wanted just... one of these Turbo Two, uh, Honda City Turbos. You know. Um, and you I should get one. <laughs> yeah, there there's there's one for sale right now, but it's the original one. There's a Turbo One and a Turbo Two, and the Turbo One doesn't have the cool fender flares. Um, mm. it's
2: uh, Soto Moto has it. Hit him up. He's a good dude. Huh. Adam. Did you hear what the the Moto Compo sold for recently? Art? Oh God, no. Uh, Lane was telling me, eighty three hundred. I think it was eighty
0: one hundred.
2: <laughs> yeah, eight thousand dollars for a Moto compo wow. which is the little scooter that came in the back of a of a Honda. Yep. Um, 50, yeah, yeah, it's it's the market is wild, man.
1: And that's like it's weird to have it independently too. Like it's got to be part of the car, you know. Like
0: that's the way I see it. Because that's the whole our f- concept, Our right? friend like you- Clark has like five or six Moto Compos. And he has two that are zero miles. Um, basically, everything in packages still. Like all the oh brochure, everything. Never driven. He has two of them like that. And we're like telling yeah. him this price. We're like, yeah, you should sell yours. He's like, why would I sell it? Left, <laughs> and don't take up yeah. much room.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I imagine like someone, like a collector in the future who's missing it wanting that one for his car right like and paying like a super crazy number for it Um, yep yeah i'm sure people are yelling right now just saying like dude you're missing so much cool shit but um yeah i
2: don't think we are front wheel
1: dodge omni glhs
2: oh yeah yeah that have a turbo that's that's good but i'd rather i think i'd rather have the volvo
1: yeah that was the 2.2 turbo right that same thing that was in everything isn't that Yeah. yeah
0: Same as the Plymouth Voyager turbo. That's
1: right. Yeah, The Dodge
2: Caravan turbo. Yeah.
1: I'm sticking to my guns. I think I'm not going to change my answer. So I
2: don't know. Okay. Okay. That's good. Uh, We had a bunch more questions, but we'll uh, try to get to those next week. So if you wrote in, uh, have no fear. Listen next week. And also uh, check out our Patreon because we're going to be – posting these questions that we can't get to or like the deeper dive questions that we want your input on so as a patron you can uh, chime in and give us your automotive opinion so uh driving while awesome on patreon.com and uh do you guys have any project car updates i know we haven't really gotten into it i i did have a couple that i just people had kind of asked about before one was the mighty max um uh so the mighty max i took the intake apart i didn't take it off the car because I had to deal with coolant. So I decided to just clean it out, uh, while it was still in the, on the car sort of, um, put it all back together. It runs great. So I don't know if it's just an electrical gremlin that's, uh, not rearing its ugly head at the moment, or if that in fact did fix something, I'm not exactly sure. Um, but, um, that was a couple days ago and I haven't driven it since. And then I had my Mercedes-Benz 2004 E320 wagon serviced uh, 148,000 miles or something. can't remember. But it had a front-end clunk, and it turned out that the uh, ball joints on the upper front control arms uh, were worn out. So two new control arms service, which is like brake fluid flush and oil change and stuff like that. And then um, I bought rear hatch struts because my hatch is falling down. And uh, apparently, I, I looked it up on YouTube, and I'm like, I could probably do it, but it's already going in, so I'll just give him the struts, and he can do it. Because mine has a power lift gate, the entire headliner has to come out. Oh, <laughs> oh my! And I said, no, thank you to that. Such a bummer. Worst designs like, ever. It's because there's one bracket. There's a little access hole and you can get in there and if you have the regular one you just pop the inside part of the strut off and it slides out the back. There's one bracket with the motor must sit there and you have to take the entire headliner to access the bolts for that bracket. Wow, So bummed and uh, he sent me the work instructions and he's like check out uh, instruction 2.1 and I'm like looking down like remove headliner that's all it says. Oh, you sons of guns! So that means um,
1: glass out, right? Like for for that car too. Like I imagine, do you have to remove the um winch or sorry, the windshield and maybe even the back uh,
2: glass? Uh, no, no. You just have to lower the headliner to gain oh, okay. access to to that. But uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm clearly not gonna do it. It's a four thousand dollar car, and <laughs> it would probably cost four thousand dollar job, you know, four thousand dollars to do it, and there'd be a bunch of shit that would break and not go right. I don't know. Just like obviously a bummer so i'm gonna be i'm gonna get the lane special uh cane in the back there that holds the thing up mm-hmm. and he said he he refilled there's a hydraulic fluid that operates the power opening and he's like i refilled that it seems way better so you're probably fine and it's not way better oh, okay so that's always fun um yeah so anyways the i love this wagon it's been super good to me but it's got all these old car things that are happening now i mean it's going on 20 years old so window seals are all cracking the seat belts don't retract super well which is not good if you have a car seat and a kid in there uh this tailgate doesn't you know it's just like all these little things that are starting to add up um but you know it's still moving moving along and it's fine but uh definitely not a car that i want to invest in like if it was an e55 i would yeah for sure Keep it going, and it's worth the investment. But this is at the bottom of the depreciation curve, and uh, it's not going up. So,
1: so it's time. I
2: will say though, if you're looking a uh, rear rear drive V six W two eleven wagon, is a very good car if you can find one. So underrated. It doesn't huh? have a power. Maybe the most underrated. underrated? <laughs> Pretty underrated. I don't know. It's it's still some sketchiness, but uh, mine is also has a ton of options, which is weird. Like someone just. Got it fully loaded. It has dynamic seats and, like I said, power liftgate and ventilated seats and all this stuff. Wood package, but it's a V6 rear-wheel drive, so kind of a weird car. But um, anyways, that's the Mercedes update. Vanagon is getting um, uh, a detail, actually a wax right now. My friend Juan is helping me out with that, so get that thing back. Um, And what else are we talking about? Nothing really. I'm not going to get into the GTI saga at the moment. You guys have anything?
3: Um, no. I'm, I'm just, I no took sagas. my car for.
0: I took my car on a drive through the mountains the other week, and I went to the gas station to fill it up. I got back in the car, and no power anywhere. <coughs> uh, like no electrical power. Yeah, no electrical power. So that was pretty cool. That's uh, so weird. and I was I did about to blow like a. No, nothing. Um, yeah, like the alternator light didn't go on or anything, you know. It was just like no, nothing was connected. And then I went under the hood and just like wiggled the battery, wires next to the battery, and then it was totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the- so
2: you're a master of Porsche tech? Is yeah, what basically.
0: And I, st- and I was like so bummed because I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, gonna-. I'm like five blocks from my house. I'm like, I'm going to get towed, you know. Like all this stuff, it was like on a Sunday morning, um. But anyways, it worked, and I still took the gamble and went on a drive, uh, and it was totally fine. And then I came home and I just like tightened everything up, and hopefully, you know, like maybe nope. one of the
2: like little leads was loose or, or something. or ground or something. No, no corrosion. Yeah, it's something not. Like, like It's
0: not corroded, but this might yeah. have this. I. You know obviously, this has something to do with my fan- the way the fan was doing the thing too um I would think that these two are tied together, so I just need to kind of go yeah. through and really like double check everything's really tightened down and yeah know.
2: sometimes you have to replace like a ground you know a ground strap or something or yeah yeah, just make sure there's no corrosion that's that's really weird yeah how, how was the drive? I said it was a quick fix though
0: what's did up? Did, you, did you have a good drive I just did the 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 dwa test loop
3: oh a
2: little so. mini drive little well, mini drive yeah. yeah nice it was it was oh great that re- that reminds me i after we recorded the podcast and we talked about the jaguar i took my wife up on a little loop in the mountains um and that thing rides horribly <laughs> so so bad and it's it's uh amplified when you have a passenger and you're concerned with that a non-car uh, person passenger yeah. yeah and she's she's a car person on on the scale of like you know as a wife yeah <laughs> i think or a partner um she's definitely like appreciates cars and s- sporty drives and this was pretty awful it was really really bad so we i think we were talking with ben Roget, who's a rep for uh well he's not jaguar but he's land rover jlr yeah but and he's yeah. and uh we, you said something art like maybe we got one that was broken like the <laughs> suspension The dynamic or whatever is not working properly or yeah i don't know it was it's very unusual
1: well yeah because also after the podcast i went and and looked at a bunch of reviews and i even went and saw some youtube videos including um harry's garage and he talks about how great it rides and he drives it on a rough road on purpose and he's talking about how great it is and how livable it is and i'm like dude that is not our experience at all so i don't know what the fuck's going on um uh i don't either
0: yeah so yeah yeah i watched that video and the henry Catchpole one like and nothing yeah. none of them talked about it at all yeah it's well the weird
1: thing about the harry harry's garage is that he specifically talks about how it's good and like and he also drives it on a rough road right like to to, to test it out and also um on you know look at road and track car and driver uh, you know name your magazine or publication um and they talk about the ride being good. Like they actually say the ride is great and compliant and blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, these people, are they driving the cars or are they just fucking writing shit? Like, you know, it's like, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I think that maybe this one, I even reached out to, you know, the, the, or uh, the press fleet that we work with. And like, uh, they said that they don't have another one. Otherwise, you know, like I would be down to grab another one and we could test it out, right. To see, cause we don't yeah. want to give it a shitty review if it doesn't deserve it. And it's, it's a weird thing and I did talk to um uh, to someone who um had has a previous gen and like and he talked about it like you know being on an old essentially an old xk chassis and how there are compromises and so you get some choppiness and stuff like that but um like I'm like dude this was I mean we I definitely experienced some of that too right where like you got you have some of that almost like lateral like choppiness over bumps and it you, you lose traction but like it's not that it's just ride quality going straight, <laughs> like not doing anything, I've, right?
0: do you think it's a convertible
1: thing
2: i can't, it, I mean it I definitely know, doesn't it, help that that is a thing, um, but the structure felt so solid. Uh, I didn't have any rattles or creeps yeah, I mean, or yeah. any other weird like shuddering. Yeah. Usually, you'll experience yeah. that. It well, did not so, feel that uh, way at so all. So I talked
1: to uh, it was Nick elaine Nick you know, piston drift, who who, who yeah. DM me about it when he heard us talking about it, and he has a coupe, right? And it's an it's an R, a previous R, and he was saying that he didn't experience the ride quality issues. Occasionally, he said, in some like the slow bumps, as we we're talking about the slow slow damping, you do get some of that, but. The one thing that stood out to him was that over like mid corner, like mid apex bumps, like the car washes out, and like that is usually a ch- like a, a torsional rigidity thing, right? Like where you get that on like in a convertible, but he was saying he experienced that in the coupe too. So there's something there, mm. um, but the way that we experienced it was like everywhere, right? Like it wasn't just like in mid corner, like loaded up. Like it was like just driving in a straight line over normal pavement. Like every single little thing was like was telling, tossing us around.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like coming to drop it off to arts house on Ralston, which is just a normal four lane road. Um, and it's not the best pavement, but certainly not something you would test a car for rough, you know, roads yeah. and just bouncing along yeah. like at, at normal 35, 45 miles an hour. Just,
0: I mean I noticed Completely. it just driving down Seabright, which is a pretty normal yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not the best, but
2: And then getting back into my car art after dropping it off, it was just like a tank, like felt so solid, you know. And that's a V you know, V six E class, not no fancy suspension at all. So I don't know. It's a it's a weird one. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I wanted to mention that, because that was literally I think the <laughs> afternoon after we record yeah so. i
1: really would i mean should I, I hope like we can drive another one and, and and see if that is the case and and try both right it would be great to try a convertible and a coupe too um yeah. But,
2: yeah yeah odd well maybe we'll drive uh if ben happens to get one we'll get a get a go in it
1: yeah uh yeah i don't have any updates on my personal car but um i'm gonna go pick up gen's rs2 which we're gonna have for a week uh today so that's exciting. Um that's the Audi RS2. Yeah, that Audi Porsche. Porsche's
2: little wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very cool.
1: From the early 90s and you know one of those cars that we never got here in the US, so it's kind of a big deal for us to experience and check out. So it's got yeah. the legendary 5-cylinder turbo and uh it looks like some good lag, which should be entertaining <laughs> just from the mm-hmm. videos that I've seen him post. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and and uh DTAM Scott had it for a little bit, so that's cool. And that car is so yeah. small in
0: I know, like, you know, when you
2: think about what how big cars are today, you look at that thing and you're
0: like, wow, this is a tiny little car.
2: Oh, speaking of small cars, did you guys watch Harry's garage on his Lotus? Yeah, no. He says how uh, roomy it is. Well, yeah, it's it's totally like a Mini Cooper where you get in it yeah. and it's not that bad, but the pictures he posted of it parked between the, the new defender and the Yaris. The Yaris, dude. The Yaris looks it's like a
0: monster truck next to it.
2: It's unbelievable that they could even make this car back then. Like yeah. compared to what other cars were out there and driving, driving around.
0: And Harry's six foot two, and he says he's not on the far. Sh- like there's two seat notches basically, and yeah, he's on the
1: forward the back. one. And this right. is the. Uh, oh, is it an Elan or what is it?
2: An Elan. It's an oh, Elan. Nice. An S2 uh, or something. Yeah and it's a, it was the fastest car in the world at the time. It was like a second and a half faster than a Mira. <laughs> 0 to 60. <laughs> Although his
0: yeah, I was like I don't know, I was questioning that a little bit cuz I think a 911S well, was, was just, like the same basic time.
2: It was just talking for whatever they tested in that magazine yeah. at the in the period but um yeah, like E-type, uh, Mira, all these like fast cars of the day. The Lotus was quite a bit quicker. Yeah, power to Six weight. Six point. Huh? Yeah. Six point five. Yeah, exactly. Six point five seconds zero to sixty or something. Yeah. Um. Anyways, it's cool. It's a good one. Like I said before, if you're not watching Harry's Garage, are you even an enthusiast? Are you
1: listening, Warren?
2: Are you? Is there? If there's a gap and you can fit in a Harry's Garage video, are you even taking it? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> or I don't know. Are, you? are we racing? What are <laughs> are we you even a car guy? <laughs> <right>. Or girl. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know? All right. It's trivia time. Uh Lane, could you do the honors? It's been a while. Nope. I miss your little golden melodies. Oh, I was
0: gonna Aren't we getting a press car this week too, Art? Oh yeah, we're getting an Alpina B eight.
1: Yeah. Which is so a big Alpina uh eight series grand coupe or whatever they call it now. You know, it's not a coupe, but it is a coupe. <laughs> it's a and, uh
2: Morning Morning Motors uh January thirtieth. Yep. This Zidly,
0: Sunday. Sunday. Sunday,
2: Come Sunday, Sunday. It's trivia time, everybody. Trivia time. Um, I'm looking at an article on the Drive about GM is basically opening up their parts catalog so you can order anything you want. Some stuff will be delivered straight to your door. Other stuff you have to go pick up at the dealer or what have you if it's bigger, etc. Um, this is kind of unusual. Usually, you'd have to go through a parts department at a dealership to get these parts, but uh for whatever reason, they're saying go for it. So, I ask you this: How are they compensating dealerships? About, that's a good question. Because you have I to have go no pick
0: idea. it up at a dealer. Some of the parts, like how is that? Hmm. Okay.
3: Uh,
2: yeah, that's that was my question. Is you have like dealer parts guys that have well, their whole life is ordering these parts for you and charging a markup. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Um. We talked about the Blackwing, um, which is coming out soon or is out now. Uh, And you can order the uh, Blackwing V8, 550 horsepower, 627 pound-feet of torque, hand-built 4.2-liter turbocharged V8, part number 12662913. How much does it cost?
0: So that's just like a long block with... No no like none of the fuel management and stuff, right?
2: Um I don't it doesn't have a computer per se, but it's it's long block completely yeah, yeah loaded. With the
0: turbos and everything.
2: Accessories on it, yeah. like has the got alternator. alternator oh shit,
1: even accessories. Okay. So it's pretty complete. Yeah. Um hmm. yep.
2: turbos, intercoolers, uh AC it looks like. I think I'm seeing an A C compressor. I don't know why thirty
1: three is the number that's popping up. Thirty-three grand,
2: thirty-three hundred dollars. No, thirty-three grand for Mark. I name. was 000, at twenty-nine
0: nine nine price is right. and so thirty and thirty.
1: Well,
2: that was
0: the number I had in my head.
2: You guys are a little high. Twenty thousand five hundred and eighty-three dollars and thirty-four cents. Deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to put down a thirty-five hundred dollar core charge for some reason. Oh, see, you so never get weird. that back. I know, right. Like, what are you swapping this out with? Um, but it's interesting. You talk about, uh, you know, people doing these, like, oh, just do it, just do a swap, just swap it in, like, yeah. get a Blackwing motor, twenty grand. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for the motor, but that sounds is. pretty reasonable um, to me,
1: for some reason. That's a very powerful, complex it? motor. It's like,
2: um, it is. Uh,
1: but I mean, yeah, the, it's that's the easy part is getting the engine, yeah. Like mating it to a chassis and a wiring harness and you know, <laughs> management
0: exactly. system. but you could also it. get. Can't you just get like an LS seven or something with the same power for like a crate motor for ten, 10
3: grand? Fifteen grand. 10 grand. Yeah. Probably. You
1: no know, Blackwing um, Lane. Um right. Speaking of speaking <laughs> of Blackwing motors, um if right now, um or it's not it's not Blackwing specific, but it's the core charge that you mentioned, Lane. Um I was looking at Z three steering racks for May 30. Um, and there's a place called the rack doctor it's like the place you know yeah i've I've actually ordered from them before and they do really good work and they're all remanufactured oem steering racks Um, and you know you don't want to go with an aftermarket one you always read about those nightmare stories i've I've never done it personally because people literally talk about receiving a reman and like they they start leaking like immediately after they put it Dude, i've also heard of
0: like people ordering them and they're like they the one it's not what they ordered like the ratio is totally off I mean, oh that, yeah that's that's
1: i mean brutal. my
2: my experience they come uh with f- messed up threads mm. on the rack and spray paint in like uh. crucial areas of the threads and stuff <laughs> like they are basically ruined uh, from shipping or whatever so, yeah
1: so yeah. the rack dockers is like renowned for doing really really good work and it's you know lifetime warranty and blah 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 but you know that comes at a price right so um the the rack that i was looking at it's the z3 1.9 liter so the early uh, four-cylinder z3 rack is 900 dollars, and there's a core charge and of course it has to be the same fucking rack so if i were my e30 rack is worthless so you have to eat the fucking 900 bucks um wait so the core uh, charge is how much 300 and something and that's part of the 900 Dang. bucks? It's or part of the 900 part, bucks. Yeah, okay. but it's, it's so lame. Yeah. So you, but you're out 900 bucks. It's almost a thousand dollars for a steering rack because you, yeah. it's like, you, some people were saying they go to like junkyards and just pull one from a junkyard. <laughs> like imagine the time and effort to do that. And uh, dude, uh, exactly. yeah, just pay the just 900 bucks. So it's, yeah, it's like you um, eat 300 bucks basically. At least but it's I mean, an upgrade. Consider,
0: like that's a, that's a nice I upgrade, know. though. At least car. it's an nice upgrade. upgrade. He, that's a
1: good point. Because if it was, I mean, but if it wasn't an upgrade, you would get your core charge back, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would,
0: and you wouldn't be as bum, but you'd be pretty bummed because you're just getting the same steering.
2: Well, you have to consider too, like it's expensive because he went to steering rack medical school, and oh, that's yeah, he's I a mean, doctor. Takes, <laughs> yeah. It takes years. He got his doctorate years, in steering rack
0: rebuilding. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, although we won't be getting the new Toyota Land Cruiser um don't worry it's sold out um when would you get your land cruiser if you ordered it today in say to- uh tokyo or wherever they're really selling in australia um, australia 2024
1: jeez is this some chip shit
2: is this what's happening chip shortage um tostitos uh, i'm gonna go
1: with um february 2023
2: 2023, and Lane, you said 2024? Yeah. So two years, your one-year art, four years. <laughs> what? <laughs> four years. Toyota released a statement saying it's a four-year backlog. Wow. <laughs> right, right now. So is that a new so,
0: design? Yeah. Yeah. And is Lexus not following that design? No, we're, we'll get the Lexus. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But they won't be offering the Toyota here. Yeah, I knew reason. that,
0: but I was just, yeah. Okay. So, but go yeah. by the Lexus, folks.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, on the photo we used for our questions post, I saw a Lamborghini Urus in downtown Santa Cruz. And I got to say, it was probably the nicest one I've seen so far. Although other ones I've seen have been in obnoxious colors or like all murdered out and weird. Um, this is just a silver car. Um. What do you guys feel about those? Is that a lustworthy car? Are you like really into it card. at all?
0: Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> Come on, you know us. You,
2: you know it's not lust. You know we don't lust well, over that thing. Well, it's like Art has a Cayenne. It's the ultimate form of a Cayenne. Right? I mean, it's not really. The ultimate form of a Cayenne
0: is the best Cayenne. I would say it's better than this thing.
2: Well, better is relative. So I'm just saying it's it's the most performance-oriented SUV that you can get from the Volkswagen Auto. I, so I think this the is, yeah, it's is a, more
0: is faster. Yeah. What? I think the Cayenne
2: no, so. is the most is the fastest. I, ha- I haven't looked. No, the the Urus is. I think it's a huge power jump from so. that. Let's look it up.
1: So the the Urus is on the RSQ8 platform, right? Y- right. Yeah. So. Yep. It is not a Cayenne. Yeah, it's an RSQ8 platform thing. Um.
2: So it's bigger, right? Yeah, a it's bigger.
1: Bit. Uh but it's not though. Yeah. Like I think the platform is bigger but the the car itself like you know, if you look at the rear seat especially, there's like it's per, it's tight and the, the it's the head the headroom is the biggest issue because it slopes b- back so much like for uh an, you know, a full-grown adult to sit back there is pretty tight. Um I do like I actually so I says... I like the interior. Um I think in the right color just to describe a subtle color. They're not, you know, they're fine. It's not something that I necessarily want. I think they're kind of cool um and you can option them out in really weird colors where you have like the 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 grills start changing and it gets all fucking weird especially in that yellow that had like the yellow little trim and everything that looks really bad um right but i i don't mind i mean i like to see them on the road like it's like oh cool there's an urus you know um
2: yeah yeah this so uh cayenne turbo zero sixty three point nine, the urus is 3.6 um and they're both built on the Volkswagen MLB Evo platform. Oh, same
1: though. All right.
2: So, but the thing is, the, the Urus is what two hundred and seventy thousand dollars or something like. Obviously, the Cayenne's a better deal for sure, and I think this is uh It, it doesn't do anything for me. Cayenne Turbo is one twenty nine five, wow. and the Urus starts at two eighteen. Dang. So 100 a hundred grand. Yeah, call it a hundred grand.
1: Yeah, brand cachet, yeah. and, I mean, if you like that design, yeah, I mean, it's... I, I, I actually like the profile, and I like the rear... Um, the front is, I, is tough. I agree, <laughs> but
2: yeah, the front is just too much stuff. And yeah. <laughs> the right stuff, color,
1: huh? it's not too bad. It's like not offensive. It's just kind of like, all right, it's crazy. But like when when you start adding color, like the, I've seen the orange ones and the yellow ones, and then especially like there's something you could do with the grills where you have like these little lobster forks and stuff in there, and it's like it gets yeah, yeah. super weird. Yeah,
2: and you can color those different. Yeah. yeah. So so they,
1: 20, they 2022
0: Cayenne started... is 670 horsepower versus the Urus is 641. Oh. And it more has powerful. more torque.
1: More powerful, but not so as So they have
0: like the. No, well, that's the brand new one, which oh, is brand new more one, powerful. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, Ursus are ugly as fuck, dude.
2: They're too much. And, like, dude, they're, they're, they're
0: the c- cladding on top of cladding. And then, I know. And like. And by the way, that is the best looking one. And was that matte silver? Or is that actually a real silver? Like, is that. It was real it's silver. It's actually, yeah. like, shiny. Yeah. Which is, God bless shiny paint, dude. Yeah, I wonder if they could just awful, change yeah. the
2: grill. The grill. and Yeah, that's the, the problem, just the grill. Like, ugh, just get rid of that. So, so gnarly. Uh, so they started making them in 2018, the Urus. We don't see them very often, at least around here. But uh, how many uh, have they sold? So this is uh, actually a little old now. July 2020. Uh, how many had they sold? Oh,
0: only two years in? Yep. It ha- I mean, it has to oh, be Lamborghini's best-selling model, I would imagine, and it's got. And be. I think, right. So I would say at that point they're probably. I would say, uh, I'm going high here, seven thousand a year. So fourteen. And then we we'll take off a couple, twelve thousand. Okay. At that point, all right. I'm gonna go crazy.
1: I'm gonna go thirty. Get thirty thousand on it.
2: Thirty thousand. 10,000. pretty good, they sold 10,000. 10, lane. Lane's there, um, which still sounds like a lot to me for some reason. There's 10,000 people bought these things. That doesn't which sound is, like uh, a lot
1: to me. Uh, that's, I, I figured that it would be way more popular. Like again, because yeah, the of the competition it's, it's yeah. so expensive. Yeah, I mean, G-Wagons, yeah. huh? Huh? G-Wagons?
0: How many g <laughs> <laughs> I forget how many G-Wagons they yeah. sell a year. Crazy numbers. It yeah, kind of yeah, crazy, right? That was your trivia. 50,000? 50,
2: 50, Dude. Yeah. Something like that? Hmm so yeah. much
0: more status status in a in a G wagon like such a bigger status symbol
3: than
1: Well you're you, also you it's know. like I feel like you're buying into a specific community almost right or like it's an like yeah. that you're you're giving off a certain message right and it's, it's also one of talking,
0: a kind like you're comparing this to a Cayenne and the Audi version and all these other cars and then there's the X5 and the like right it's in this like sea of these yeah. type vehicles where the G wagon stands alone Right, like what's the G, ag- it's G way way more, wagon's competition.
2: Way more grown up. Uh, the the Urus is a lot more boy racer. Is it the so. Bentayga
1: maybe? Or Bentayga. Yeah, or was, yeah.
2: Bentayga.
0: And Bentayga is yeah. so conservative. It's very conservative, yeah,
1: isn't it? It's way. It's not as expensive either, right? It's the what does a colon cost?
2: Ooh, colon Cullinan. in. That's colonins are 50 Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. I, I would want right. to know how many yeah, they sold of those. And they're definitely not a car I would want to be chauffeured in. The back seat is so not but I'd way uh, rather have a colon than a Urus. Hell yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh hell I yeah. I would mob a colon in. Yeah, as a driver I'd be more excited than, than being a passenger. And the back seat is so uh disappointing. Is it Are you sat compared- in one? I mean I'm sat in one, but I haven't driven anywhere in it, so I guess I I shouldn't like really So
1: here's um here I just
2: Google it. this real fast here. So
1: this is you said your your um, data was from July 2020. Yeah. So just a quick search. Um, this is July 2021. I don't know if <laughs> there's <isn't> anything <laughs> more recent. But it's Lamborghini has set a new production record by reaching the extraordinary threshold of 15,000 super SUV Urus's produced since its launch in 2019. So, huh. but uh, that's on that's five, on
0: par five thousand a year. So five thousand yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's yeah. their going rate.
0: How that's many? Uracons they sell a year like thirty five hundred or something.
2: God, it's it's cheaper, right? Or is it? What's a base Uricon? I don't I even know. No I I don't know. But I was just. Yeah, I,
0: know. I
2: know that like the
0: Gallardo is like such a good seller, but even that was like the numbers are. You know, compa- Ferrari always produced so few cars. Um, and then with the the launch of like Ooh. the uh, Lamborghini. it was like they really ramped it up like twice as many as like what was out the same year 360 or something when they came out like 2005 or whatever Um, so
1: yeah so Lamborghini so they sold 4,853 Uruses in the first six months of 2021 and here's here's some trivia for you yeah let's see how many how many Uricons did they sell in the first six months of 2021 uh
2: 2,000 pandemic I'll say thirty five hundred.
1: What do you think, Lane?
0: I said
2: two thousand.
1: Fifteen hundred thirty two. And guess how many nice. Aventadors?
0: Oh man, uh, like three f- hundred?
2: Oh, oh, five hundred. Five twenty four. Five hundred and twenty
1: four mm. Aventadors.
2: That car, that's how old is that car, by the way? No. <laughs> I know, right? Jeez. I'm just waiting for the new, I'm waiting for the Countach. I don't know about you guys. Well, I was looking at pictures the
0: other day. I have. I took pictures of one, like I drove it around the block and stuff in like 2000, I guess it was 2012, so 10 years ago. It's been that long,
2: yeah. huh? Holy shit. Oldie. Oldie but a goody. Not that good. All right, we got to go. That's it. That's it. That's all. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya.